Welcome to the Dew Zone with Drewski, a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew, where we take basketball culture to a new level. We'll be talking to professional ballers and celebrity fans about their journey to the top and how they overcame the challenges that made them who they are today. Today's guest is Houston Rockets point guard John Wall, a five-time All-Star and former number one overall draft pick out of Kentucky. Wall has been making his presence felt in the NBA with his speed, savvy, and toughness since 2010. The first 10 seasons of his superstar career were spent with the Washington Wizards. Then, after missing significant playing time because of an unfortunate slew of injuries, including the entire 2019-2020 season, he was traded to Houston. Wall made his grand return to the court this season for the Rockets and returned to form, averaging over 20 points per game. Stay tuned to hear my interview with John Wall. How you been, bro? I've been good, man. Chilling, just rehabbing, uh, work, spending time with my kids. How you been? Okay, that's the... Yeah, I got two little oh, boys. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. That's the answer they give you when you're talking to ESPN. This is uh, Dude's On with Drewski, brother. What you really been on? <laughs> that's what I've been on, bro. I ain't really been doing too much. <laughs> nah, no, I'm joking. I always see you post your boys on, uh, on Instagram, so I know you ain't lying. Yeah. What's going on with you, though? I'm just in Miami with this bad weather right now, though. That's what I'm hating right now. That's why I live in the summer. I want to go get on a boat and jet ski, but, you know. It's raining today. It's crazy. I'm supposed to be there um, Saturday. I think we got a, a booking. For how long? Uh, I'm only there till like Monday. I don't know if you know my boy Ben. Yeah, I know Ben. Yeah, nah, we got a little booking out there. It's like a little duo booking. They wants to come to this club or whatever. So should be lit, man. Let's talk. Let's let's talk early days, man. It's, it's, it's actually dope talking to you right now and, and having this conversation because I used to be like, honestly, like really tuned in and tapped in to all your stuff through Hoop Mixtape, Baller's Life. And a lot of people don't know that you was really the first, like, one that popped off the whole life over there, like, <laughs> on a serious note, because I remember I was in, what, like, early, early high school, maybe, like, coming from middle school. I might have been in, like, eighth grade. But I remember we would literally sit and watch all your Baller's Life, all your Hoop Mixtape stuff, and you were the only person that was, like, really the huge, like, Michael Jordan of this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were, like, that guy, the high school guy. Yeah. And it was being shown on this Hoop Mixtape and BallersLife.com websites. You know, this is before it even got to, like, YouTube. You had to go to HoopMixtape.com or BallersLife.com where you had to watch it. How does it, like, how do you, how, what was your mind, like, there? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what was it like even being and living in that? It's funny. It's funny you even talk about that because, like, uh, I remember I was never, I wasn't ranked in the country, none of that. I was just good in my state, you know what I mean? Because I never played on a travel That's team. Crazy. But you were more famous than the dudes that was ranked. For sure, for sure. So the funny story is my high school, I got cut from for some reason. I don't know why. Are you serious? Born high school. That's why I have, that's why I have my John Wall Invitational Tournament yeah. now. That's the high school I got cut from. Mm. So then I got cut from there. I went to Word of God Christian Academy. And um, I went to a Reebok camp. Reebok U camp, and that's when I became who I came. But uh, the funny story is I'm playing at Bob Gibbons tournament uh, with D1 Sports in North Carolina, NC State, and it's a guy named Webb Wellman. Yeah. He, was at a, he was a student at NC State, and uh, he was filming. He was filming. I'm like, okay, I go to YouTube. Uh, who mixtape? I got a, a Ball's Life. I got a, a video. Yeah, but nobody there. knew what that was. It wasn't even that popular then. It was like, okay. Yeah. No, no, nobody yeah. knew. So when he made the video, I'm like, whoa, this is my first video. He was like, well, I'm going to start following you around. The rest of the summer traveling with y'all to make videos. Oh, and he the reason why I'm 
I became the man on Baller's oh Life and Hoop Mixtape. So I got to give a lot of credit oh to him. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that, man. It's like, who was it? It was just like a little short white boy or something? Just imagine a little kid from, from that was a student <laughs> at NC State going to school for that and happened to film me that day. And then the funny fact is I was playing Chris Middleton that day when he filmed me. What? Nobody I was knew. playing Chris Middleton. No Nobody idea. knew. And then afterwards, I go to like, uh, everybody sending me like, yo, you on, you got a highlight, you got a highlight. I'm like, I ain't never had a highlight before. And it's crazy because I don't think you might not have seen it from the outside looking in like how I, how me and my boys seen it. I used to hang with um, these boys from my high school and a lot of them, I would be like, I was never, I, I didn't have good enough grades to be no team manager or none of that. I was like the, 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 <laughs> I was like, I was a comedian literally in high school. So I was like, like I wasn't able to do have these names to stuff. Like I couldn't even get um what's the class clown? I couldn't even get the award for class clown or none of that. But I was I would hang around like the other basketball players all the time, right? So I remember sitting and and hanging with them and literally watching them watch this same mixtape over and over. The the spin layup, the uh the behind the neck like spin <laughs> pass, but with the is you, you would like I just remember literally doing it and like it was almost like they were worshiping that you know what I'm saying and it's like yo I don't think you understand from the outside looking in how crazy of a time that was because you were the only person I think after that uh, a couple other people started getting like big names from it. yeah after they had like Austin yeah, Rivers, Austin Rivers Andrew Akil Wiggins Akil yeah, Carr yeah. yeah but it, it's crazy because we have this debate all the time like. Well, yes, part. yes, for sure. We had this debate. We had this debate all the time because everybody would be like, "Man, who started hoop mixtapes? Or who started Ball's Life? Or who got the best mixtape?" And I'm like, "Well, I almost got 10 million yeah, views, so you, I feel like I'm the king." Because when you think about it, it was no like, it was nobody doing that thing. Like nobody, everybody had like highlights. Okay, cool, but nobody had the hoop mixtape of the Ball's Life. How you had yours and like how how crazy and. The moves you was doing, so I think it was kind of crazy to see that you was in high school around that time. I was what's confused. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, because I thought when I first seen it, I'm like, man, this some this some street baller dude, man. This ain't this this can't this not no real competition. Then I'm looking, I'm looking like, oh no, they they playing some. Yo, no, I ain't gonna lie, this kid oh, like yeah, for yo. Sure. And yeah. man, you kept watching. We even played it. It's funny because we played at school uh, Willer. You yeah. know Willer yeah. in Atlanta. We played them. <sighs> I played them, so I played against some of the top yeah. teams. I played against uh, St. Patrick's when they had Kyrie oh and Dexter Strickland. I played against Westchester in L.A. I played against oh everybody. God. Would you say the competition in North Carolina is harder than any other state? Uh, nah, nah, nah. We we the hoop state for yeah. sure. You know what I would say, though? Um, you got to, like, play on a national team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you're on those national teams, you get to travel in high school and play against the other top teams in other states. And other, that's yeah. the best. You know what yeah. I mean, it, it, it gets mm -hmm. no better than that. Because at some point you be like, man, okay, playing against this, I played against them all summer. It's getting boring. Let me go play against the top players in the class and see how I stack up against yeah. them. And that's where you really build your name off yeah. of, right there. You got another person from um, from North Carolina. Did you ever have? Did you ever meet or get to meet Michael Jordan? Or have a yes. conversation yes, with him about sure. like when you were younger or you know anything at all? Well, you know that like. The first time me ever meeting Michael Jordan was uh, the Jordan Brand Classic. I had the opportunity to play in the Jordan Brand, Jordan Brand Classic in uh, Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean? Who won't want to play in the Mecca? Yeah. And uh, I never forget, we all be sitting in this room, and then before the game and stuff like that, Michael Jordan come and talk to us. Mm. We all just looking like, oh, there's yeah. the GOAT. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, like, you just look like, I can't believe I'm actually meeting this kid at 16, yeah. 17 years old, meeting this grown man that everybody damn near play basketball yeah. for. Literally. And uh, it, it was dope, man. It was great to meet him, uh, to know he's from North Carolina. And, I mean, um, it was great to see the last dance. You know what I mean? That's one of the favorite documentaries I feel like they got to tell who he really was. And people really got to see how dominant yeah. he was. Yeah. There's other people that try to do that, like KG, but it, don't really, it ain't really work out for KG like it was supposed to work. Nah. But uh, they tried. He tried. He tried. But um, you leave them two alone, though. <laughs> yeah. You don't, nah, you that, leave them two guys alone. People you really don't, don't rock with, you know? You don't go toe to toe with him. But nah, that's that's crazy. So what year was that when you went to that Jordan Brand Classic? Uh, the year I graduated high school, so 09. 09. I played in that. It was dope, man. I played in that. And then I played in the Nike Hoop Summit. You know what I mean? That's kind of when I kind of knew that I was had opportunity to be the number one pick coming, like going to college for one year, then going to the NBA because we played against the world team or all the other players that probably be good at our age. And I showed out. Oh, so man. it was fun. You know, it's crazy. Um, even watching you go to Kentucky and be, because you wasn't just, I think more to your, your game was also your personality on the outside, bro. Like we literally... Sometimes you'd be looking for that that dude that got that dog on him, but at the same time, I was like, all right, we want to see if he's a cool dude, though. So it's like, to see you sure. showing out dancing, sure. doing the dances we doing, we like, oh, hold up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's my, so that turns you into like this, <laughs> my, that's my favorite player, because you're like, oh, he cool, bro. Like, I want to, I want to dance like that. I want to, I want to wear, like, whatever you wear. Niggas like, all right, I want to wear that too. Like, John Wall, you know what I'm saying? So you became oh, yeah, like this sure. whole, Man. you became this whole thing for us, bro. And I think a lot of people don't realize how Appreciate crazy. that, but yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like the time, was, the time was crazy, bro. You created that dance. Yeah, like I feel like me just doing the Dougie, yeah. doing all the dance. But you did your there, own like, little, you put your own little thing on that Dougie. Yeah, I had to throw, you always got to throw a little twist on your own dance. You can't do the yeah. same thing and everybody else doing yeah. it. But just to be able to have like, like to, to like for me to be 12 years, going to 12 years into the NBA now and hearing like how people looked yeah. up to me and like me from being in college, for me being hoop mixtapes and ball's yeah. life, that means a yeah. lot to me, you know what I mean? Because I was just a skinny kid from North Carolina that just want to have opportunity to make it to and college. I'm just a fat kid that didn't even play basketball, so. <laughs> yeah, so you know, my ultimate goal was just to make it to college, and for me to to go and be on that type of platform mm -hmm. and have the whole world mesmerized by it, and having fun, and enjoying myself for those eight months was big time for me. And then even coming to my rookie year in the league and doing the Dougie yeah. here, and everybody like, oh no, this dude's cool, laid back, chill. That's the most important thing I like because as a basketball player, people can like you, but it's better to be known as a better person, yeah. and that's what my mom yeah. has always instilled. That's, in me. that's real, right there. That's deep. But uh, yeah, man, my whole my whole life when I was growing up, even when I was in the NBA or just being yeah. grown, she always kept talking to me every day, all day. Like that was my best yeah. friend, talked to five, six times a day. So to be the person you see out of me is basically what you get yeah. out of her. You know what I mean? That's who I learned a lot of yeah. my stuff from because my, my dad had passed when I was mm -hmm. nine. So uh, I was just happy to have the opportunity to give her the life she always yeah. wanted. Uh, and she get to see me play in the NBA for eight years. So that's good, that was a blessing that's for a me. Blessing. That's a blessing, man. So you, of course, sure. you still like leave on with, with all the lessons she taught you, and you just do you like try to give that to your boys? Are they too? Is it too? Are they too early for that right now? Or? Uh, it's too. It's too. It's too young. But I'm I'm sure gonna yeah. do that though. You know what I mean? And it's funny because uh, my youngest son, that's one, he looks just like my mom. Like acts just like my mom. Poke your lip out the same way as my mom. So yeah. it's crazy when they say like a lot of things resemble certain people that's been with you or been in your life that might not be here no more. Yeah. It passed down to your kids, so they ain't lie about that. Man, you might need to be a pastor, brother. I'm thinking you must be a pastor wall. 
Yo, you got a good way with words, man. I'm not going to lie. That kind of hit me deep, and Appreciate I'm not a deep it, person. That's, that's, no, you're funny, but you know the problem people is they always look at me and like I'm always too yeah. serious and always like, uh, but it's just me though. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not going to change who I am for nobody. And uh, it's either you, you accept me who I am or yeah. if you don't. It's that's simple true. as that. That's true, man. You've been through a lot. And I feel like that's what makes you who yeah. you are. You know what I mean? That's where you get exactly. to where you are because you probably had people tell you growing up, nah, you can't do this, you need to do that. Well, I'm a, I feel like I can be great man, at this. I had people, bro, listen, teachers, everybody, like literally teachers would yell in my face and like try to grab me by my wrist real hard. Like, you you need to you need to stop doing that. You're not gonna be in, like, like literally would like tell me like, yo, you're not gonna do, this is not gonna, like whatever you're doing right here, they used to literally scream at me. I used to still laugh and smile, but they'd literally sit there and be like, yeah, you, you need to get your act together because you're not gonna make, you ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna make no money in life. You, you're not gonna get no job. You're not gonna da 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 da. And I always knew, I'm like, man, these people mm -hmm. crazy. Like I'm telling you like, these people, I used to just keep my mind going without like getting depressed or nothing because I used to be like, these people crazy for real. I, they don't even know. Like, Yeah, because they make you feel like your dreams and yep. your goals is yep. not acceptable. Yep. You can't even reach them. We had a whole teacher. We uh, we, were, we were supposed to do, um, tell, tell everybody like what our dreams was. And I had told them that I just wanted to be funny. I didn't know like the name for like comedian or nothing, but I remember, I think we were in like fifth grade <laughs> and I just told him, I was like, yo, I said, if I could just be like, I just want to be like the funniest and everybody just laughed. Like they all, like even the kids, like they all laughed, whatever. And they, they were just like, he's just being, you know, the kids was like, whatever. They, they didn't care. Everybody else saying, saying fireman, all this. But my teacher like had pulled me to the side, had like this deep talk, like you need to get your act together. This is not, da, 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 da. just really, I remember her yelling, like like yelling, you know? And, and that really like messed me up. And I was like, man, like that's really like what I want to do though. I don't know what else, like I'm, I'm good at this, you know. Why can't I make this work? You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's because uh, they don't yeah, want you to, and it's, man. It's, it's sad, man. It's, it's so many ways people are talk down on something you believe you can do, and if you let them in, inside, and your I'm inner, young, I'm like, yeah. If you let them inside your inner circle, you let them inside your inner circle at a young age, you can like change your whole perception of something. Like, no, nah, I can't do this. I can't do that. Hell no! Don't never quit on your dreams and your goals. That's why I try to tell kids all the time. Because if you did, because if you did, you, you, you don't, you have no idea what you might be yeah, doing. You don't yeah. even know. If I literally listened to her and tried to go get a nine to five or nothing wrong with nine to five, by the way, either. But <laughs> no, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with nine to five. But if that's not your yeah, ultimate that's, goal, that wasn't my goal. That's not your that ultimate goal, goal. Your dream. I really didn't even see yeah. that in my future. Like they would, they would have us like sit down and do these like fake life plans. And I would be like, yo, I can't, I, I would, I would draw pictures and all like whatever you have me writing down to like, I couldn't see myself doing it. And it, that was the problem. And like the one mm -hmm. I told y'all I wanted to do, they laughed at and I get yelled they at. They told you no. So it's like, I didn't know, you know, but it was it was something that, that bothered me for a while, but I kept trying to find a different way. So all the way until like high school, college, I just kept trying to find like, all right, maybe I'll, eventually it's going to come to me. And the whole time it was right in front of me. Like, <laughs> yo, you're killing Like I would literally do this all day in class, out of class all the time. Like, it was like a stand-up set going into school, you know what I'm saying? So trying to find out what yeah, else to your do. Peers, and your peers enjoyed exactly. it. That's the, you know what I mean? Once your peers exactly. enjoyed it, you was like, yeah, I sure exactly. can do this because those are going to be the most important people that's going to tell you what you can and can't yeah. do for real. They're around you yeah. every day. They're hearing your jokes. Mm -hmm. They're hearing you trying to be funny. And it bothered me because I was trying. It's like if you're looking for something that ain't there, it's in front of you, you know? But yeah, man, that's, yeah. that's one of them stories, though. But yeah, all right, so tell me this. What's the best feeling you've ever felt on a basketball court? Like, ever? 
the best feeling. It don't got to be like Man, a championship or nothing, but like literally the best feeling you felt on a basketball yeah. court. For real, for me, I think the best feeling I felt was uh, me hitting the game when it shot game six. We was mm -hmm. down 3-2 to Boston yeah. in the playoffs. And uh, just to hit that shot is the biggest shot of my career. And then um, just standing on the table, you know what I mean? Standing on the table and hitting all the fans going crazy. Uh, I got all pictures from that whole entire moment. Like, it felt like I just was on top of the world. And uh, that was a big moment for me. I think that would be the best moment I would say on the basketball yeah. court for me. All right, so you like the fastest on the court. So younger, have you always been this fast or did this like, like what, I know coaches probably wanted you to play other sports and all this other stuff back in high school. I played all sports growing up. I played every sport except for hockey growing up. I played every sport. Um, I was just a kid in the neighborhood. If I did, I was just a kid in the neighborhood. They would tell me to do something because they know nobody was going to catch me. Oh, so that's how I always been fast. So ding dong, bitch, all that. <laughs> all I'm not going to do is I'm out. Like, I knew you were It's like all the other kids. All the other kids like 10 yards ahead of me. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to catch up to y'all. So I was the one for that. Yo, it's crazy because I used to be the one. I was close to the doorstep. I'll come with you up there, but I ain't getting on the porch. Like, I'm, I'm going to be right here and like play play both fields. Like, I'm going to be like, all right, all right. Yeah, because you think you get on the porch, you're going to fall <laughs> off. <laughs> I used to literally be like the halfway mark. I'm like, all right, go, 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 go. Like, come on, all right. But I never would go up there and do it because I wouldn't, like, I was fast, but I wouldn't, you know. I used to be shook, bro. I ain't going to lie. That used to be the scariest dunk. Well, those are scariest moments anyway because you don't know the man going to come out of the back, chase you. You don't know who it is. Let a dog out. We had a dude follow us around the neighborhood. He got in his car. He didn't even come and open the door. We had done his house multiple times. But one day, we instead of ringing a doorbell, we started just banging it. So we do, we 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 like doing this guy's house because he was like an older dude and like he would come out and he would just yell. So we would do it and like go hide in the bushes and listen. Be mad. Yeah, he'd be mad. So he'd be yelling and he know we did it. But this one time, bro, we went and banged on his on his door. Dog, this dude didn't even open the door. We see his garage go up. He's hopping his car. All he is, <clears throat> starts backing out. I'm like, oh nah, yo, chase us through the whole. <laughs> Neighborhood, like literally, we were hiding in bushes. Y'all better go through some backyards no, no, and jump no, fences. Listen, and listen. Stuff. we were in a backyard hiding, and we see his car passing by. We're like, whew. He just stops his car where we're at. I'm like, he, how does he even know we're right here? Like, we're dark in a backyard. I'm like, there's no way he can see us, nothing. But he just stops his car and he gets out his car and is looking at us. But it's like, it's like we're looking at him, but it's like, how does he see us? Because it's dark over here. There's no way he sees us. And he yeah. just has like a stare down in the woods, like and he's just like it's almost like he knew we was right there, but we were shook, man. He uh, nothing happened, but yeah, we were scared, bro. We were scared. I think he really wanted to know who he was at that point. He was ready to shoot. No, something. he was coming to get yeah, you. He was ready to shoot. Something. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to bust something. <laughs> That's the worst when you're doing stuff man, like that. What? You got one of the most famous stare downs with Dennis Schroeder of all time, right? What pet peeves do you have on the court that will make you stare down someone like that? Somebody, somebody trash talking or bumping me the wrong way. That's all it be yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. You said in the past, right? Yeah. You always watch a tape of all levels and both men and women like hoops. What was the last tape you watched, you would say? The last dance. It was mm -hmm. just on the yeah. other day. Yeah. Do you watch like? But I can watch that over and yeah. over. You really do? 
Yeah, hell yeah, man. Like, you got to think, like, for me, my favorite player growing up was Allen Iverson, you know what I mean? So I got opportunities to watch mm -hmm. him play, but, you know what I mean, to to see what, like, it was, like you said before, it was no YouTube, no Instagram, no social media network, none of that. Yeah. And look how big Michael Jordan was to the world. Yeah. Imagine if he had Instagram and YouTube, baby. Do you feel like that affects the way we trip over people? Like, you think? Yeah, I think, I think, I think now, like, see, back then, you got criticized, like, when the fans came to the game or when the media yeah, talked about you, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, as players, if you're one of those people that don't have a strong, like, strong mental, yeah. you can go to Instagram and be like, damn, they talking trash about me in the comments. I, don't, I ain't going to play well the yeah. next day. Or it starts messing with you every time yeah. you're doing something, so now you're trying to prove them wrong. Now you listen to people. In the end of the day, everybody's tied into opinion, yeah. you know what I mean? So can't really trip off of that person's opinion. As long as you know you're going out there and giving everything yeah. you got, that's all you can you worry about. You ever take breaks from social media? You yeah. Do? What for? What reasons do you? Because I hear other athletes that that say they do, but for all type of reasons, yeah. everything ain't nothing good on yeah, social man. media, man. It get, it get Unless you networking yeah. for real, ain't Unless nothing you else good <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you got it's so much distraction up there from like everything, yeah. man. It's like if it ain't nothing about networking for real, you ain't yeah. really. I agree. I agree. It, it definitely, it definitely can get toxic, and I think like it can get your mind if you let it. Like you said, if if you let it control your mind and you read these comments and you really like come back the next day, you trying to prove something to that person that might have said he don't pass oh, enough. Yeah. And now you trying to Yeah, or you think or you think like, oh this person lived this lifestyle. Yeah. It's up you could you can yeah. fake it up there, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? All I gotta do is get some get some little bit of my homeboys' clothes, yeah. watch, change, throw it up, take pictures. And now I'm portraying to be somebody that I'm not. Never lie. Yo, so tell me this, right? Do you do you have any like? Because I always see. I think you were still there, maybe around this time. I think when Baby and Dirk was recording uh, their album, I think James Harden was there too, like recording it. With, or he did he like choreograph one of the songs on there, right? Not choreograph. Uh, yeah, he, well, he, yeah, produced, he produced it. I think he produced, produced, produced. Yeah, he produced. He, he produced a couple it. songs on there. Were you ever mm -hmm. around to like hear any like songs before it came out? Uh, well, you know, I'm real cool. Yeah. Both of them, Dirk's my guy yeah. for sure. But uh, I heard some songs before it came out, but I wasn't there when they produced oh, yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, James got his whole studio in his house, all know, type of it. But I wasn't I, I never no there. No idea of any. Yeah, of like I, I didn't even know. Yeah, I, ne I never was there when they produced yeah. it or nothing, but I definitely heard the songs before they yeah. came out, and I was like, wow. Yeah, nah, it's hard. Some people are going to be it's in trouble. Hard. But to have James Harden a part of that is like blows my mind because it's like I saw the video and I'm like, ain't no way he's in the studio with him. I mean, of course, anybody could be in the studio with him. That's cool. Well, you know, they finished. You know, they the good. The probably thing is they went they finished it in New York. You know, what I mean, he was on Brooklyn at yeah. the time. So he can be around them every day oh, okay, okay. doing what he yeah. got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that, yeah, that's where they finished it at in, in, in uh, New York. So he was right there in Brooklyn. That's crazy, so but watch him. The, it's easy to get that finish. Of all people, watch James Harden, bro. Is he hard? Like, is his beats hard? I have no idea, bro. I ain't never seen him make no beats. What the fuck is going on? What is going on? It be weird, man. I don't know. You know, some people, I think, I think they just throw that title up there oh, for some okay, people. Oh, okay, yeah. You never know. You never know, man. I think... Because um, I damn sure ain't making no yeah, beats for yeah. no I, beats I, I, I think he might have had a part to do with it in, in picking the beats. 
He might he might have had something. Yeah, to do with that. probably yeah, so. Like it, like probably had some say so in there, or just say so on like what mm-hmm. songs or type name yeah, type to yeah. put on the song. You never know which yeah. way they nah, can. That's what's up, man. Because I, I saw that video and he was really vibing. I'm like, oh okay, that's cool, that's cool. It's, it's crazy. Oh no, nah, he was going yeah. in. <laughs> I seen that and I was like, yo, John Wall gotta be around somewhere. I know he he in the back <laughs> or something. I said, Jay, Jay in the back. I know it, yeah. Nah, I wish yeah, I would have nah, been. It, you know, it's that crazy. Was fire, yeah, nah, that, that was that was one of those albums that you could play from front to back and nobody is, you know. Yeah, yeah that it low-key reminds me of that time when um Thug and Rich Homie Quan did that uh duo tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it bring you back to them. When you got to do it like that and you ain't got to skip a song on the album, it's... Do you really know about the Thug and Quan tape, though? You don't know, man. All, all I listen to is music all day, bro. Though, man. That was a time. That was a time. That was a time, man. That was a time. You was probably in, like, third right, grade, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about that was a time. Man, I was young. <laughs> I barely remember that. <laughs> Nah, all right, so you spend your summers in Miami. When's the first time you visited Miami, and what's your favorite Miami memory? Mm. My first time visiting Miami was my rookie year. Like right after I got drafted, I came. Mm. I was like, what? wow, you know what I mean? Because I ain't seeing the beach. I wasn't really a beach person growing up. Like And then like going to Myrtle Beach and all those type of things, I never had the opportunity to have a spring break because I was always mm-hmm. traveling for uh, basketball games and stuff. But I moved here like four years ago, though. So I love it. You know what I mean? I used to live in L.A. in the summers, but I moved here like four years ago. And it's just closer to my family. Uh, I like getting on boats, uh, seeing the great weather, yeah. chilling. After doing... The L.A. flight. That L.A. flight here. Yeah. Yo, that is the worst because it's five hours, I think. Five hours and some change. Yeah, it's five, five, five and a half to go over there. Almost like if I go over there, you can't go over there for like a weekend or a day trip, a day. You be mad. You almost just want to spend the money and get a jet, because you really don't, man. You don't need to... <laughs> that jet. Be about fifty thousand. <laughs> hey, that regular flight, and it, don't tell me you ain't got no first class. You ain't got first class over there. Oh my god. Oh, if you ain't got first class at Exit Row, you pissed. Exit Row is actually clutch, though. Exit Row is clutch. Now, say, if they don't give you Exit Row, so they be giving you the back seat Ooh. on the plane where you can't recline your seat. Ooh, man. I remember I, I had karma one time. Nah, Drewski, they can't no, give no, you no, that no. last row where you can't recline I, I your seat. I had that flight from Miami to LA. Let me explain this whole story. You got to hear this right quick. <laughs> I I had, I remember I had uh, cut people in line during the, um, during, you know, you got to. Like, not check your bag, but, like, get your bag through security. TSA, TSA. yeah. So I cut a whole bunch of people, and, like, people were like, oh, like, like, what? Like, like a couple ladies were, like, yelling and da-da-da-da, but I still got past them because the TSA dude know me. And I was like, bro, I'm going to miss this flight. Like, just, he was like, oh, no, nah, you good, you good, come on. But they were mad because they like, who? The, you know what I'm saying? Who is that? You know what I'm saying? Who is that? And why? You know, TSA people sometimes know you. So they're like, oh, Yo, you good, come on, bro. So he let me through. And and it was almost like karma because I get through, I get there, yo, I get to, I don't have, I, I didn't have um, first class around this time. The money wasn't rolling in, brother. Um, uh, I was just, you know, it was just the look. Um, so yeah, so I'm in the back, and I get to my seat. I notice I have a middle seat. I'm like, there's no way the 
the plane is like going to be like all three rows, like all three people. Somebody's not going to come. Or maybe it's like a, a woman and her kid. Maybe I'm going to have some space, you know? Um, yo, I sit in the middle, bro. One big dude comes. I'm like, he's not going to sit here. There's no way. He comes. He's like, excuse me. I'm, I'm the window seat. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. So I'm already like this. Y'all so now wrestling. I'm like this. Right arm up. Other dude comes. And this is like, Everybody's on the plane. I'm like, okay, I'm probably, I'm about to move to this other seat. We're gonna have a middle open. This is perfect. I'm gonna have some <clears throat> some leg room, whatever. One, they said we have we're waiting on one more person before we close the jet. It's a dude coming bigger than the dude that just sat next to me. I said, no way. Oh, no man. way in hell. There's no way this guy's coming to this seat. 100 percent There's another seat open somewhere before he gets to this back. Dude keeps coming. I'm praying. I'm like, oh my God. And I start looking above, like, is there any other seats up there? Like, it gotta be another seat coming up before mine. Dude comes and just plops down like this. Bro, sweating, everything. I have a whole fight, bro. I literally, my my left leg went numb during that flight. Um, <laughs> I had back pain. No, I know, I know, I know that might have been one oh, of the worst right. days. The worst of your day in my right life, there. and I told myself, my mom, because my mom also prides herself on just being a good person. It don't matter if you're looking for uh, a good karma or whatever. Just do it, just to be a good person. So she's another person like that. That's why when you said that, I said that that was deep to me. That hit me in that moment and was like, wow, I will never like, like I'm just gonna be a good person because I feel like this just shows me like this was like that. This is like that lesson, like guys, like yo. This is, you know, you get what you put out. You put that energy yeah, into the world. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I kind of was like, when the lady was yelling, I kind of looked back at her and kind of gave her a look, whatever, whatever. But it, I had rushed there and I did all that and I got there on time and it was just like, yo, you now this is what you're dealing with. And it was, it was the worst fight ever Damn. in my life. Both <laughs> legs went numb. The left one went numb first. And, then, and I, it was like getting up to go out and walk was only like, a good five minute break. You gotta come. Oh, you like quicksand? Yeah, man. You was in quicksand. The, bro, never again, ever in my life, never again, fam. You don't have a, a story like that where you were using an uncomfortable seat on the plane. Well, you've been rich oh, too long. Yeah. Well, y'all take jets when y'all. <laughs> don't y'all got extended row seats in y'all jets when y'all go to the cities? Oh yeah, yeah. We we live. We fly oh, good, man. man. We ain't got to complain. But I had times where. You just act like you didn't. You, you never. Class. But I'm like, if it ain't first class, oh, I ain't okay, flying. Okay. Same. Because I had exit rows, bro, and them, like you said. It just can't be the, one of those long flights without without first class. It can't be one of those long ones. No, nah, yeah. Like, I've been on some, like, like my, a story when I'm in, I'm in Atlanta, and my first son was about to be born. I get a call, like, 6 a.m. Mm. on game day. I had to fly. Like, I had to get to the airport. I get to the fl- plane. It's the last seat mm. on the plane left. You know where I'm at. Back. But I'm like, shit, I got to make it home. Yeah. So I, if I don't, I can yeah. whoop. So that was like a couple Did years anybody ago. Anybody ask you, why you what you were doing in the back? I didn't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I be, though. That's how I, still, I be put that hoodie I still on. Have my same, I still, listen, the crazy thing, the crazy thing, I still have my outfit on from when I, you know, in Atlanta, you don't get yeah. into about four, five. Know. I still have my outfit on from when I went out. <laughs> So I didn't get a chance to do nothing. <laughs> no hoodie. I had to shower no at the hospital when I got there. Man, I had to shower when I got oh, to the hospital before the man. baby came out. Dang, man. Now that's a blessing though. That's a, that's a, that's actually a great story though. 
Man. Yeah, I had to get the hell on. One no, one no saying, nah, I'm waiting till the next flight. Cause literally when I landed, got to the hospital, when I got to the hospital, he was born 15 minutes after I got there. Oh yeah, nah. So if I would have missed the flight, I would have never seen him born. I would have never heard the end of that. Wow. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't have heard the end of that. Never. Ever. She would have always said that. Oh my God. <laughs> After 10 years in DC, like what's your what's the experience it was in, in Houston? Like as, so far up to date? Uh, uh the experience in Houston's been great. Yeah. <clears throat> Other than us not winning, I mean, because I know it's a young mm-hmm. team making a lot of trades right. this year, a new coach, new GM, just trying to find ways to uh be a leader to these young guys, you know what I mean? Leader to these young guys, teach them how the NBA goes, uh, teach them how to be a better pros on and off the court. But uh, the city's amazing. Uh, they welcome me with open arms. Um, always liked the Houston, thought it was a great place. Never thought I would live there, you know what I mean? Thinking I'd be in D.C. my whole career. But uh, I think it was the better for me to, like, get a new scenery, a fresh start for me, you know what I mean? Dealing with my mom passing me, yeah. coming from Achilles injury, and uh, coming back to playing basketball after two years. I got a clean, fresh start. And uh, I think I had the opportunity to show people that I still have a lot left in the tank. Yeah. So it was great. You work a lot with like social justice and giving back to the community, like your John Wall Family Foundation. Like how how is all that? And like what what exactly do you do? Um, it's big for me because um, me like, I never had the opportunity to have like a celebrity or anybody like that. Like I got to meet yeah. growing up. You know what I mean? So for me, I find ways to try to help. Uh, single parent homes uh, and then young boys, you know what I mean? Young teenager boys that's probably don't have a father figure or might not have neither one of their parents. Uh, I try to help them understand that you can make it through anything in life. Yeah. And uh, with me, I've di- adopted a place called Bright Beginnings. Mm-hmm. That's dope. They give our parents opportunity to get a job, somewhere to live, kids opportunity to go to school, to get back on their feet. Uh, I do a backpack giveaway every year. I love to do I always have a Christmas giveaway or a Thanksgiving uh, giveaway. Uh, I try to adopt schools, uh, get them movie nights, get them different type of things that they probably never thought they would be able to see. And that's something that I love to do is give back to the community because uh, a lot of people like to get their money, but the most important thing for me is giving Man, my time. That's deep. I mean, because you let these that's people... Deep. Yeah, because you think if you give them money, anybody can get them money, like, all right, go do this. And then but they if you look give at you with time, that look, like, uh, he ain't... He this just all... Uh, for one, we, we already get judged yeah, and looked at a yeah. certain way anyway, you know what I mean? So me, I look at it as, uh, if my event started at 11, I want to be there from 11 yep. to an end. Because I want these people to understand I'm just as normal as them. I just have opportunity to have a Everybody big else game. pulling up right at the last you go hour. And, you know how that goes. It's like, come oh, on, yeah. man. Or you can look at it. Yeah, you can look at it as just like, and I always look at this like when I see kids and stuff, I try to get them autographs to take pictures as much mm-hmm. as I can. Even though I might be in a rush yeah. to do something, I always try to stop for them more than a grown-up. You know what I mean? Because it means more to these kids than a grown-up. And this might be their last time or their first time ever meeting an NBA player or NFL player or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's like if you like you being you now, and if you look at a kid in middle school, high school, you go talk to them, they're going to be yeah. locked into you because they want to understand the routes yeah. you took yeah. and the ups and downs you had mm-hmm. to get to where you are. Because you know, I've only met one. Like, I, I never met no celebrity growing up, honestly, ever, never. And the one I did meet, I remembered for the rest of my life. I met Amari Stoudemire. But it's great, though, because, like, a lot of people don't get it, and I be trying to explain them. Like, any day is, I could take somebody from where yeah. I'm from, right? They're the same person as me. It's just I have a big, more money, and I play in the NBA. That's the only yeah. difference. Any day, we are regular people, just like everybody yeah. else. And that's what I want these people and kids to understand. Like, yeah, I am John Wall. I'm a basketball player. But outside of that, 
I still have to live a normal life. I still go through the same yeah. things y'all go through, but you're going to have different obstacles to get to where you want to get to. And I don't think a lot of people break yeah. that down. People don't understand. I mean, because us, like, you got to think us, I think Damon Lillard said it the best. Like, we wake up with the easy. So, like, you know, we got a job. We got money coming in. We got somewhere yeah. to live. The people that and play basketball, that's how, that's what we're supposed to do. That's how easy job. You got people out here that don't know where they're going to sleep tomorrow yeah. night, what they're going to have on the <laughs> table, where they're going to have clothes on their back. Those are the ones that have it more yeah. difficult. So when we go through adversity in basketball of like having bad games and somebody saying we're not playing well, look down at the next person that got it yeah. worse than us. True. All right, so what's some advice you would give to somebody going through hardship? Because I know you've been through a whole bunch of adversity and tragedy. You got tragedy in your own life that you've gone through. So what is some advice? You would give somebody with hardship. Um, for me, man, the most important thing for you um, is having a great circle around you, great group of people around you that's not no yes people and is going to tell you when you right from wrong. That's the most important thing, you know what I mean? And I think that's something I had to deal with early on is like not having people that would just let me do whatever and be telling when I'm wrong or yeah. when I'm right and when I could jeopardize my image, you know what I mean? Because in the day, our image is everything to us. If you get betrayed as being this person and they write you down in the book is this, that's what you're going to be known as. That's one. For two, um, I just, my favorite quote is never satisfied, so determined. You know what I mean? So when I go through a lot of stuff that's, I feel like I accomplished something, but I'm like, all right, I ain't there yet. It's always something that humbles me. And uh, me losing my mom, uh, me not playing basketball for two years, I got like two of the most important things in the world outside of my boys now, took it away from mm -hmm. me. And I had to find out like, how can you stay strong? Like, what motivates you? Like, what's your comfort zone? So when I get to go work out or when I get to go talk to one of my homeboys or one of my OGs or get to play basketball, that's my sanctuary. Like, that's my escape where all the problems I have outside of this basketball court, I can put it away and lock into what I want to. And the most important thing, and I try to tell people this all the time, if you have both of your parents, I got one of them, I don't give a damn if y'all like each other or don't like each other enjoy that time with him and try to build a relationship with him because I can't get the relationship back with neither one of my parents, True. you know what I mean? And that's something that I wish I could do, pick up the phone and call. So I know people be having their discomforts or what they don't like and judgment, but man, if you can fix it, fix it because you only get one mom and one dad. And a lot of people don't really cherish that until they gone. And then when you, even if you did have a problem with your parents, you can't even go and call and ask like, what was that situation about or da-da-da? You can't even oh, do no, that once man. it's gone, because when it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, and that's crazy he said that because now, like, I got in an argument with one of my homeboys the other day, and uh, I really couldn't sleep, yeah. you feel me? Because I'm like, man, we bigger than this, we yeah. bigger than that. I called him like, yo, we just need to apologize, like, because I don't want to die tomorrow yeah. two days down the road and we ain't squashed our yeah. beef, and now I'm going to he to heaven with a, with a grudge yeah. on my mind, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't even try to argue with people no yeah. more, man. Like, if it ain't basketball where it's competitive nature, if you trying to start something with me? You it's got punk. it, brother. Yeah, I'd be the punk yeah, today. Yeah. You got it. That's a yo. That's a mature way. Yeah, man. I, I like that. I like that a lot. That that was great advice. Somebody out there is definitely listening. Yeah, it took time though. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. No lie, juice kid. It, is, it wasn't like I knew it right yeah. away. You know, because I mean? you were young. I remember I watching you, man. I've seen you do a lot of you know stupid. I came in at nineteen. Yeah, I know. Come I in, know. I come in at come yeah. in at nineteen, and you got to think. You give the you basically number one pick, and you give them the world to a yeah. kid that never had literally the world because you were like the biggest thing, like you was it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to figure it out, like yeah. boom, boom, where I go, where I go, and um, I always live by this uh, motto: is I feel like God give his toughest battle to his strongest mm -hmm. people. So He won't put me through nothing He don't think I can yeah. get through. And once I started to realize that, 
uh, it made everything more easier for me. And that's why my path is just way more smoother. 100%, man. All right, so let's get into the Mountain Dew three-point range question segment, man. This is going to be three things that you got to <laughs> choose from. Your top three, you know. Look, it, we went from a deep talk all the way straight into... <laughs> to, to, right, let's get, let's to, get it. to it. All right. So you're a former slam dunk champion, right? So in your opinion, what are the top three slam dunks of all time? Dunk contest or just in-game anyways? Hey, now that's a different... Uh, I say dunk contest just to keep it simple because there's a lot of great dunks. Um, dunk contest. Vince Carter, three sixty windmill when he was mm. just going crazy. Um, got to put Aaron Gordon oh, up yeah, there. Aaron Gordon had it when he went when he went underneath. He took the ball out the guy hand <sighs> yeah, one underneath. That was both his legs. He and I think he lost that one too, right? They should they should they should have gave it a tie, man. Because they both yeah, was putting on, they a put on a crazy show. show. Ain't no, you, we had you, never you, seen that. You you brought the other guy in. And you, you you brought the other guy in. And you had to put yeah, Zach Levine in it. I don't even know. You just pick of any course, dunk you want. Of like, course. Yo, the bounce he got off of one leg. Yo. Yeah. don't understand. That one leg bounce is different. That ain't. Yeah, you got one foot bounce like that, man. There's nothing you can do with nobody. Yeah, nah. He's... And I, it's crazy because the camp, the same camp that I went to and got my name known at, I ended up on, running that camp because I was yeah. a Reebok my first couple years in the league. He, he was, was there. there. And I didn't even know who he was. Zach Levine was there. I didn't even know Did who he was. he even have bounce like that? Yeah, or no? Nah, you don't even... Uh, yeah, yeah, he had bounce like that, but that's all I knew. Like, that's, I'm like, damn, this kid got bounce. It's funny because he was there. Monte Moore that played for the oh, Nuggets yeah. was there. I didn't even know Jeez. it. Jeez. So I'm just like, it's just crazy to me. Like, we go, not to get yeah. off topic, but like, we go back to that, like, how many people that was at my camps or watched me play high school basketball end up being I'm playing against in the NBA now. That's how I know I'm yeah. 12 years yeah, in. It's a long time. Yeah, right. you, they don't even understand. We was playing NCAA basketball, and your team was like the only team dominating. And I know you played it. Y'all team dominated the whole <laughs> NCAA basketball thing. <laughs> like, literally. Y'all was five, bro. I think it might have been the last year. They, I think it might have been the last year they yeah, made NCAA basketball. Year, I think it might have been the last that was year. The last year. <laughs> Y'all was going Yeah, they said we ain't doing this Y'all no was more. going so crazy on that game, bro. Yeah, I was going to <laughs> I think Cousins was, was was playing with you during that time, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was me. It was Demarcus yeah. Cousins, Patrick Patterson, Eric Bledsoe. Y'all had that team, boy. Yeah, we had, Y'all had that yeah, squad. We had All right, so let's go to the next one. If you were trapped on a desert island and could only listen to music from only three different artists, who would you choose? Uh, Lil Wayne for mm-hmm. one. Lil Wayne for sure, for Yo. sure. That's my favorite artist yeah. of all time. Respect. Uh, Lil Wayne. Uh, Wayne, cut your dreads, brother. All right. I just have to send that out there. Oh, my. Lil Dirt. Dirt. Okay. It's and forever now. Yeah, yeah. Drake. Got to okay. hear some Drake on that out. On that, so on you, that you one of those ones, you, you picked a solid three. I think everybody else, the dudes out here picking Uzi and... Uh, and Man, I, ain't listen to, I, I like I Uzi, but I can't Juice listen World, to you Uzi know, on no island by myself. Now, I respect to both yeah, of those guys. Yeah, very yeah. talented, but I just can't yeah, listen to I'm both of them on an island I'm for a long time. This dude's I was out here picking. Listen, it's not. I, you just picked a solid three. You got you got your auto tune, which with uh, Dirk. You got your your bars with Wayne. You got your 
speaking life with Drake. So you got everything. That's 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 a, a full. You know, you don't listen to no R and B. No, I don't listen to R and B like that, man. No Nothing against R and B though. You know what I mean? Like that's something I'm trying to get into. I know, man, but I gotta try to get into it a little bit more, man. Cause like, I'll be around. I could be around like some girls or anything like that, or my sister, and they be like, "Man, nobody trying this all day." I'm like, "Man, this is all I listen to." Like, I'm gonna keep it G. Like, you play R and B, I'm gonna just be sitting over there like, "All right, y'all got it." I don't know much, but it's fine. But like, like. Like, I wish I was into it more, though. You know what I mean? Like, only time I really heard it a lot was DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie was my yeah. roommate in college. That's all he listened to before he go to sleep. Yeah, I used to argue with him, bro, because we used to argue about, bro, I'm not listening to yeah. this. I'm watching ESPN <laughs> tonight. So we had to take turns of who turned off the TV, who turned the music off to one of them. Listen. I'm like, man, I, I ain't doing that. But, like, bro, you want to talk about somebody bro. that got... Well, you talking about somebody that got every R&B song that's ever been made? Ever? Bro... He has like two computers full of just all oh, R&B slow sick. jams, bro. He's sick. I gotta talk to that guy. Let's set up. Let's set it up with um, uh, Mountain Dew. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to that guy. We definitely need to. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I can set it up. Right, You're famous for your ink, man. What are your most three top tattoos that you got? <laughs> That's crazy. Why are you saying? That? I just got some new ink it yesterday. Is, man. I'm three. getting tatted right now. While you speak, like after this, I'm gonna get oh, some man. stuff. But um, um, that's tough, man. I I I could put my whole neck piece is dedicated to mm. my mom. Uh, this is a picture when she was younger, and I got a picture when we went to the White House corresponding dinner when Barack was his, Barack Obama there for his last time. We went, and I got twelve doves on this side. And the day she was born, and the day she died, mm. um, I got a tattoo. I just got my other son tatted on me with my other son, so I got both of them on me. That's dope. That's two, and, um, that's two. My third one would be um my whole stomach. My whole stomach. Um that's my first tattoo. Took seven hours. It's like your life, right? Uh yeah, it's like it's like my whole it's like me being from Raleigh, North Carolina. You know what I mean? Me being from 919, um, the yeah. hoop state. And a place where I like I feel like if I was if I wasn't from there, I wouldn't be who I am. Um being from the south side of Raleigh, like every place has their tough spots. You know what I mean? No matter where you're from, you could be from Wyoming, Nebraska, everybody has a tough area, but for me to come from there and to see certain things I had to see, like living one street over just to go to the basketball court. Um, and those guys like understanding that I had a chance to be something special and not let me go down the wrong mm-hmm. path. Uh, that meant a lot to me. So that's like basically telling me where I'm from in my, my upbringing. Yeah, we know, we know you from it now, brother. I'll tell you that. that I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> the speculations are out there. <laughs> We're not going to go. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so top three favorite sneakers that you own, that you own, that you own. Oh, come on. You don't want to go there. I'm, the, I'm oh, one of okay. the sneakers well, in this business. Well say, I'm trusting yeah, Might as well say ever now because, you know, if you got them all. Yeah, I got some. Um, my favorite shoes I love to wear the most is threes. Mm-hmm. I love threes, all threes. I got to have threes. I love threes. I love the Yeezys, oh, yeah. the old Yeezys, the yes, Nike ones he yes, had. Got to yes. have them. And like now I fell in love with SB mm. Dunks. Like I got leg tacks, so I wear the oh, low tie yeah. SB Dunks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No socks. That's those are hard. You ain't got no tax. You ain't got no tax like nah, that. So you I can't got, wear I got, no I got SB Dunks. I got, I got one little scripture: the Our Father. I'm down the leg. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hey, man. You know, I just put, I apply lotion just to that tat right there, just so it can shine a little bit more than the rest of the skin, brother. No, nah, you gotta ask me. Yeah, no, nah, I only got only got like two, three uh, SBs right now. Um, I was trying to get those yellow ones. I think they priced those at like two thousand. You know, the little yellow fuzzy ones. They got like the green in it. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, oh yeah, I know you're talking yeah, about. nah, they priced them so high, man. I was... See, like if I like, I'm gonna Facetime you. I'm gonna show you some stuff I got, man. I got. I, don't, I got like four garages, storage. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! All right, top three things to watch with your kids that you might endure. Top three things I'm I'm watching Paw Patrol for sure. That's one. Kids don't play about yeah, Paw Patrol. <laughs> um, Paw Patrol, my basketball. My son, like, he sits there all day watching basketball. I got a picture. You probably seen it on my page when he was like little, yeah, little. Yeah. He yeah. locked into yeah. basketball like so he, he know really, what going on. This is on, not like, even you pushing it on him or nothing. This is him. No, nah, like I, I did like when I be when I be having him stay yeah. with me and stuff. I be sitting here watching basketball, and he literally be just sitting there with his snacks and his water cup, not saying nothing, just what locked in. That's crazy. I'm like, okay, this would and he knows that's dope going for me because like it makes it easier doing. <clears throat> oh, like like uh, his mom would put on the TV and and like you know what I mean she be putting on for because I'm about to play. And um, he might not know. He'd be like, oh, there go daddy. There go yeah, daddy. Yeah. There go daddy. We watching. We watching. Man, that's got to be like a hero feeling, bro. It's, so it's dope to me. Like, yeah, And for me, like this year, wow. I think this year, my son's two, about to be three this year. My first year like playing when he could see me play was right yeah. this year. Because the year he was born, yeah. I was hurt. So I'm playing my first game in Houston. Man, he trying to jump over the rail <laughs> to come on the court. <laughs> Yo, that's gotta be like a hero. So like, you know what I mean? For bro. me, like, like that's the best yeah. feeling to me. Like, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, me making it here was for yeah. my mom yeah. that gave me so everything. And then now the person I pass it down to is my yeah. son. That if he wanna play, he wants to play. If he don't, I don't care. I'm not gonna force him. But uh those two shows, I mean the basketball, uh Paw Patrol, and then you know, he loved like I be trying to put him on like Kim Possible oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Some of the oldies were good. That's my favorite cartoon of all time, Kim Possible. Proud Family too, though. Roy Rats. Proud Family. Nah, nobody want to see Lassiana with them big feet. Say Roy Rats. I'm weak. I'm weak. All right, so I know you're a big snack guy. Top three snacks of all time. Top three snacks. Uh. Gotta have the yellow pack of M&M's. Mm. Gotta have the white cheddar popcorn for oh, sure. Man, that's awesome. And then I gotta have the Hershey's, uh, the white Hershey's, white Hershey's milk and chocolate. Oh, okay. The, uh, like the Oreo kind? No, nah, the Hershey's, yeah, like the Oreo kind, but they yeah, got almonds yeah, in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I need that. Yeah, nah. nah. Come on, yeah, I no, need those that. Are, you, oh, so you like like white cheddar, white chocolate? <laughs> what you? What was your, what was your top all three? All right, all right, all right. Snickers. Uh, no, that's <laughs> you went to the main. That's like the main fat joke right there. That's what hey, that's what everybody says. Snickers. Every fat boy like nah. Surprisingly, I don't like I don't like no like candy bars or none of that. I never was into that. Uh, cereal is, For real? is my number one cereal addiction. Cereal is a bad addiction. What's your favorite cereal uh, right now? Because you know, into being um, probably Reese's. I like like the peanut butter. Hey, have you ever had cinnamon frosted flakes? Cinnamon frosted flakes, never. Nah, man, I had surgeon. You gotta find these, bro. I'm telling you, it's the best cereal <laughs> you ever had. You know, everybody loves frosted flakes, right? Too. Like you like find them. 
Hey, cause you know everybody love, cause everybody love Frosted Flakes and they used to put like mm-hmm. you know, extra mm-hmm. little sugar on this stuff. So I'm having surgery and I'm like, y'all need some yeah. cereal. They come with some cinnamon Frosted Flakes. When that I tell you, good, I, t- I told them, I paid 20, I paid $20 for every Frosted Flake they had in it. <laughs> <laughs> I made my chef go Yo, find I'm them when weak. I came back and my cheat day, I got to Because it gave you that taste I'm that you remember. You like you never forget that. Bro. Yeah. But I'm like, I love yeah. cinnamon. I love cinnamon, yeah. man. I love frosted flakes. You telling me you give me oh a combination in one? All right, I'm gonna take oh it. Oh my god! All right. So uh, my other two, Chicago popcorn. You ever had that? With like cheddar, yeah. cheddar yeah. and caramel, and then them three yeah, little buckets, yeah, little yeah. big ass that Christmas time bucket. I get it every time we go to Chicago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We at Home Alone. We bringing that to the Home Alone right. party. And then, um, not not Cheez-Its, but what's the name of the other ones? That's real close to cheeses. Which one? Dang, it tastes just it tastes like them, but it has an off taste a little bit. Snippets? No. Uh, yeah, snip. It might be it's, snippet. I know you're talking about like the little cheese, little yeah, square it's Square, George. but it's just like cheese. It's like they competitor. Dang, I can't remember the name of it, but those, those are like probably like my top three favorite. Yeah, man. So you know. That ain't bad. Gotta keep it all in, man. We good though, man. We 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 we, <laughs> we about to get up out of here, you know? It was good talking to you. Yeah, I, I feel like I got sure. everything off my chest. I always wanted to ask you, you know, and it was one of them combos where it was genuine. Yeah, for sure, man. That was dope, man. I'm glad I got to definitely. connect with you and definitely. talk to you and chop it up, man. It was definitely, a great man. interview. It was, it was definitely. We got to link up when I come to uh, Miami. So just let me know what you got going on. Yeah, just hit me. I'm gonna be here. To, I'm, I'm here this whole right, week. Bro. I'm here, so just hit me, bro. Okay. When you land, I think we might, I think we right, might bro, do a easy. boat or something. So I'm gonna let you know. Thanks to John Wall, and thanks for listening to The Dew Zone with Drewski, a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Catch you next week. You hear that? Oh, yeah. That's the fresh sounds of Mountain Dew. But listen carefully. That's the sound of dribble, killer crossover, step back, and steals. That's the sound of Zion Williamson making a jaw-dropping, gravity-defying, mind-blowing dunk. That's Mountain Dew making your NBA experience epic. Sounds refreshing, huh? Mountain Dew, official soft drink of the NBA. The Dew Zone with Drewski is a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew. This episode was produced by Jamila Williams and edited by Dom Musilo. Production was overseen by Terrence Storch. The series was supported by Sean Ross, Graham Boone, Maggie Lanter, and Peter Moses for Blue Wire. The series was executive produced by Erica Smith and Hannah Harris for the PepsiCo sports team. The series was produced by Eric Robinson, Zach Blumenstein, and Will Panneries for Genesco Sports Enterprises. 